thoughts around money are negative or clouded or muddied or not very good, it in turn creates negative results in that area. And that is not what we want for money. Hello, hello everyone. Welcome to our live session, of course, doing this weekdays at 11 a.m. And often I have a guest on, but today I am going solo on our session. So for those of you that are tuning in to the replay, do make sure you give me a hello. Let me know that you are watching the replay so I can look back and say hello to you at a later date. And for those of you who are starting to hop on live, do make sure you give me a hello as well. I would love to know you are here. I would love to know who is tuning in and who is watching. We are currently live across multiple platforms. We are live on uh, Facebook within some Facebook groups, uh, LinkedIn, YouTube, Twitter, and on Instagram. So we are hello, hello, hello to everyone, wherever you happen to be watching and tuning in today. I massively appreciate it. So today I want to give you one simple money mindset exercise that might just change how you think about money. Because the problem is that, or rather, it can be looked as a problem or it can be looked as something great. But the thing is, the thing that happens is that basically how we think about things impacts the results that we get because our thoughts create our feelings, create our actions, create our results, create our thoughts, create our feelings, create our actions, create our results. And what that therefore means is that if our thoughts around money are negative or clouded or muddied or not very good, it in turn creates negative results in that area. And that is not what we want for money. I also want to say that you don't have to be money hungry or anything like that in order to benefit from this exercise. This is for every business owner to do because what you might just find when you start doing this is you have some money thoughts that perhaps are holding you back, perhaps are weighing negatively on you, but actually you're not really that conscious of them in the day-to-day. So making sure that we can tease out those money thoughts is going to be important as well. So I want you to start by thinking about your brain a little bit like your wardrobe, okay? So we're going to do spring clean on the money thoughts in your brain. So if we were doing a spring clean of your wardrobe, what we would probably do for the best results is we'd get every single thing out of there. We would clean all the shelves. We'd clean the, would, you know, vacuum the carpet inside there. We'd, we'd clean it all out and we'd give it a really good, uh, you know, fresh inside. And then we would decide which of the big pile of stuff that we now have out of our wardrobe, we would decide which of that we are going to accept back into our newly cleaned wardrobe. And it is the same with our mind and our money thoughts. We actually get to choose conscious money thoughts rather than the stuff that's kind of been left around, the dust that might be there, 
the the stuff at the back of the wardrobe that you never ever use or even look at, but it's kind of getting in the way because it's taking up that space. Okay, so we want to find those things that exist within our brains when it comes to our thoughts about money. And we want to clean those up as well in the same way that we would do with our wardrobe. So if you're tuning in today, do make sure you give me a thumbs up, some hearts, whatever it is on whichever platform you are watching on. I would massively appreciate it. If you want to leave us any comments as well, you are more than welcome as I go through this exercise. So like we said, the best way with the wardrobe is to get everything out of there, to clean it up and then let things back into our wardrobe that we want to let back in. And like I said, it's exactly the same with our mind because it actually is a choice what money thoughts we let back in. We get to decide and we get to be deliberate about those thoughts. So what we need to do in the same way that you would look through all your shoes and you would look through all your dresses and you would look through all your jumpers and you decide which you're keeping and which you're not keeping, we need to have a way to do that with our thoughts about money. And that might seem a little bit harder than just pulling a pulling a top out of the wardrobe, looking at it and making a decision. So the first thing that we need to do is identify those thoughts that we have about money. And that is one of the hardest steps in reality. We can start with those things that pop into our heads when people speak. If you have things like, um, I've never been good with money, I'm not good with maths. If you have things like money doesn't grow on trees or money is only for crooks. If you have those things that pop into your head every so often, write those down on paper. Get those down on a piece of paper. You can also quiz yourself to get more of these things out. So what are the thoughts that come up when you think about making money? Write those down. What are the thoughts that come up when you think about spending money? Again, what are the thoughts that come up around spending money? What thoughts do you have around saving money? What thoughts do you have about people with money? And what thoughts do you have about people without money? You can think of specific individuals in these situations, or you can think in general. You might have somebody that pops into your head when you think about people with money, and your thoughts about them could be influencing your subconscious and influencing how you feel about money. How do you feel about selling? How do you feel about asking people for money and receiving that money into your business bank account. Spend some time and write all these thoughts down. Write them all down, get them all out. And then I want you to ask yourself three questions, three separate questions. And those are, the first one is, do I want this? So do I want this thought? You can just write yes or no beside it for the first question. And then the second is, does it serve me? And the third is, is this outdated? So understanding these thoughts that are coming to you, whether you want them, whether they are serving you and whether they are outdated or not. 
If you want the thought, it is serving you and it's not outdated, then amazing. Absolutely amazing. That's great. You can let those back in. But if you have thoughts that are you don't want or are not serving you or are outdated, then what do you do with those? Well, it can be hard to just dump them like you might do. You might take your unwanted things from your wardrobe to a charity shop It's and you leave them there. They're done. They're forgotten about. They're gone. They're out your house. Slightly harder with our thoughts because some of these will be things that come into your brain just automatically. But the fact you're aware of them now is a starting point. So for those things that you don't want, that don't serve you and are outdated, what I ask you to do with those things is to find reasons why each of those things is actually not true. You can get a bit funky with this. So let's say we say money doesn't grow on trees. Okay. How can you prove that's? How can you say that's not true? What evidence do you have? And you can say, well, it, do- it doesn't grow on trees, so I'm right. Or you could get a bit creative and you could say, well, money is made of paper and paper is made from trees. Therefore, now some of your thoughts won't be as, as difficult to disprove as that one might be. Because all, all people with money have cro- are crooks, for example. Well, I'm sure you can look into your life and find some lovely people who do have money. So what evidence do you have that disproves the thoughts that you have that are that you don't want, that are not serving you, and that are outdated? This can be the first step to really getting to grips with these thoughts that you do not want, they're not serving you, they're outdated, and actually they are therefore just false thoughts in your head. We want to make sure when we look at our thoughts, because they create our feelings and our actions and our results, that they are as clean as they can be. So making sure that our thoughts around money are as clean as they can be means that we are going to improve our relationship with money. So doing this exercise and then doing it any time a money thought comes into your brain, you know, you can quickly write it down and do it after the event, will start to change how you think about money. It will start to change your relationship with money and how money therefore operates in your entire life. And you'll also start to notice in conversations how other people are talking about money and how other people are therefore thinking about money in their lives. And because, of course, we are the average of the five people that we hang around with most, the very overquoted phrase, then if we are hanging around people who have very negative money thoughts, who have non-abundant money thoughts, they are also going to impact our own money thoughts. And we need to be wary of that. We need to understand 
what we need to do with our own mind around money to counteract those so that other people's money thoughts don't become our own. We probably find that some of those things that you wrote down, some of those money thoughts were probably ones passed to you when you were a child. They were possibly ones that were passed to you from a partner or a friend. And they might even be things that you hear coming out your own mouth from time to time. And you think, I don't actually believe that. Why am I saying it? We want to make sure that we don't perpetuate that. So if you do have friends, family, people that you hang around with that are perpetuating negative money thoughts, you're going to need to do extra work on your own brain to make sure that you don't adopt their money thoughts by default into your life. Because that's not what we want to do. We want to make sure that we have our own clean money thoughts ones that are important to us, ones that we do want, ones that do serve us, and ones that are not outdated in our lives. I appreciate everyone who is tuning in and watching. Do make sure you give some thumbs up, some hearts, some likes, whichever platform it is you are tuning in on. And for those of you that are new to these sessions, my name is Annette Ferguson. I'm CEO of Annette & Co, UK-based accounting firm. I'm a chartered accountant and certified profit-first professional, and we help business owners take home lots more money from their business for them and their families to enjoy. We do these live sessions weekdays at 11 a.m., often with a guest and sometimes me solo. But I would love if you want to pop that into your diet so that you can make sure you tune in live as well. We also take the audio and put it on to our podcast, the Financial and Lifestyle Freedom Podcast, which you can find in all good podcast players. So you feel free to come over and subscribe within there as well. That way, if you miss anything, you can easily catch up if you miss any of these live sessions. I would love to have you over there as a subscriber too. So I urge you to go away, try this exercise, see how you get on. Maybe have a notebook with you so that if these thoughts come up during the day, you can jot them down and you can work on them at a later date to clean up your thoughts around money. I hope that this session has been super useful for you. Thank you so much for tuning in and I will be back again tomorrow. Take care, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope you got lots of value from this episode. Now, if you're struggling with any accounting things for your business, I'd love to help. Make sure you reach out to me at podcast at annetteandco.co.uk. That's podcast at annetteandco.co.uk and let me know how I can help. Of course, remember to subscribe to this podcast as well. Thanks again.